This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. The first time I saw a James Bond film was in 1965. In those days, all first-run films opened in the opulent downtown Indianapolis movie houses. I took the bus downtown to see the film Thunderball, one of the early Bond films starring Sean Connery. I later watched all the Bond films as the era of home video made them all available. Bottom line, I have been a fan of the James Bond films from way back. Now, the character created for the screen by Connery's amazing acting skills was the result of British author Ian Fleming's Bond books. Now, Fleming had real experience in the world of espionage and brought in newfangled technology for the times to bail Bond out of tough situations. Now we have the 25th James Bond film, No Time to Die. This is the last in the series of films with Daniel Craig starring as Bond. James Bond. In the latest story, Bond is retired and in a romantic relationship with Dr. Madeleine Swann, played as before by French actress Leah Sadu. But even though Bond has been retired for five years, trouble finds him and he must say goodbye to his love, Madeleine. Now, the CIA recruits Bond to find a kidnapped scientist that could spell trouble for the entire human race if the evil man behind the plans, Lucifer Safin, is not stopped. Now, Safin is played by Robbie Selleck. It takes a special actor to portray a Bond villain. Malick is perfect for this part. And Lashana Lynch is very good as a young double O agent in the Bond mode, a little more by the book. Now, this Bond film has the usual ingredients, lots of chase scenes, lots of fight scenes, and plenty of suspense. Now, it never amazes me how Bond always single-handedly fights entire armies of armed men successfully just because he is better than all of them combined. Now, there are enough plot twists to keep you engaged in this story. It is very difficult to review this film without spoilers, and I've seen plenty of reviewers label their reviews with spoiler alerts. I will not spoil the story for you, but let's just say people will be talking about the end of this film for a long time. Craig gives his usual amazing performance in his last Bond film. But the real strength of the cast is from the supporting actors, many reprising their roles from recent Bond films. Sadhu does her job well as the lost lover back at the end of the film. Ralph Fiennes, as the British intelligence chief M, is once again outstanding. I will provide this piece of the story, Q, the technology wizard played by Ben Wishaw, is outed as gay. As a longtime fan of the Bond genre, I have high standards for reviewing any James Bond film. Now, the director of No Time to Die, Carrie Joji Fukunaga, has put together a good Bond film. That's not the best in the series, but a very good film. The screenplay by Neil Purvis, Robert Wade, Fukunaga, and Phoebe Waller-Bridge passes the test. The screenwriting team did their job. 
I give no time to die a B grain. It is worth seeing. And the big screen is definitely the way to view this film. Even a home big screen would not do this movie justice. So take it from an old James Bond fan. C, No Time to Die. Not because it's the best Bond film, but because it's a good one. This is the Arts and Fishers Podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Thanks so much for listening. Please be safe and be kind.